Last time on Lawful Stupid. We made it. We made it to the town. The city, I guess. To and Prima Tacit. Prima Donna. Every time is what I think of that. Prima Tacit. Uh, we, we split up, and Rowan and I went into the city. I'm, I'm looking, and Atlas is looking for Teresa. And so we're just going around town hoping that someone has heard something or knows something. And so kind of where we end the episode with us is Rowan goes off one way, I'm going off another, and we plan to meet back and discuss what we found. Doodle-a-doodle-a-doo, Meanwhile, Kristoff was led by um, the right hand of one palace, King O. Silence, um, back to the palace itself um, to, I don't know, do some stuff probably. Probably kick it. Probably, like, I don't know, play some Wii Sports. <laughs> You're just Wii Bowling over and over and over again. Yeah. Just Wii Bowling. And I'm like, oh, brother, I'd, I'd love to play tennis. And he's like, we don't play tennis in my kingdom! And that's The like, desk is scratched. It doesn't that's, that's play the, tennis. Off with his head. That's been the central conflict of uh, the Shindo family for generations. It's been, I, Wii Bowling is the only sport recognized by the kingdom of silence. I get it. There's lots of other games. There's the boxing game. There's oh, there's there's tennis. There's you do the thing where you row the boat. Only bowling. I mean, that's nobody's mad. He at is him. evil. He's truly evil, and this, that's how you tell. Yeah, he takes a multi-tiered game and shuts it down. Got it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like D and D. So uh, where we will pick up is we will go to our most beautiful boy, Atlas. Um, as you are, as you are in the streets, <laughs> I try to keep it serious, but then I see the dumb goopy grins on my screen. It threw me off. Um, as you're in the streets of this Silencian city, it, there's snow all over these cobblestone buildings, and you're walking this uh, through this street and. And I think um, you've been canvassing the city of Prima Tacit the last few hours, like kind of going between like shops and go door to door and kind of like talking to people. Um, do me a favor, Atlas. Let's roll me a persuasion check. Ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you you like go door to door and you're meeting like tieflings and humans and the occasional dwarf and like you're kind of like talking to them but it's very apparent between your santa suit and your accent that you're an outsider and that like the way you uh, communicate hold on he said that this place people dressed like this i specifically said they didn't great carry on i feel like an idiot Look like one too. Um, and I feel like an idiot. And you look like one too. That's that's a sound bite. Um, so between that and just like your customs from Yuri and Oxbane and Aos, it, you you stick out, right? Um, both figuratively and literally. Uh, but you do like after talking to a, a set of people, you kind of get the vibe <laughs> and. and that like if you're going to find somebody you would go to the physicer's office like somebody who was rescued or like out in the cold like if this wasn't a, a, an act of malice 
that's where you would expect to find somebody, especially with the talk of um, um, just like everything that's going on. Um, so I assume with that information, you would want to head to the physics <laughs> office, right? Yep. Okay. Deadhead. Um, deadhead. So uh, you finish your canvassing with the information you have. You find out where the physicer's office is. And so you begin your travels towards there. And you're kind of like pushing through the crowd. Because like, this is a busy city. And yeah, I feel like you're not like shoving people out of the way. Just kinda, No, like, that'd be rude. I'm not a rude boy. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're like pushing your way through the crowd. And it's kind of busy and kind of uh, bustling. And you, you make it out of that. And kind of like you're still moving at the same pace. And then just mm-hmm. like... You smack into somebody, and right as you like bump into that person, uh, Star, do me a favor. Uh, a, everybody, welcome Savannah to her first episode. Hi, hey. diamonds in the street. That is what we got. I don't Strong, strong voice, voice, voice. Maybe lyrics that you know. It's my job to fuck up lyrics. You guys have to be on point. Okay. That was like that was the rules when we like joined as business partners. You know the lyrics, I don't. Okay, can we just? Yeah, whatever. Okay, great. Thank you. So bumping into this person. I, I I want my contract to be released. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. So, Star, why don't you describe your character to us for me? So, uh, the girl you bump into is tall and willowy, with a um, not like you, not like your ex. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's like an axe. She's like Willow E. Built like an axe, girl. <laughs> no, she's a very tall and thin framed, um, has long, unusually shiny, almost iridescent hair, um, and is also wearing uh, robes that are rather, you know, billowy, especially for her thin frame. Uh, she appears to be an elf, and you turn around, or I assume she turns around to uh, acknowledge that someone bumped into her. And you see that her eyes are kind of milky, like grayed over. Like bad cereal. Like what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the leftover milk in a cereal. It's like gray. I I thought you said dad's cereal. (laughs) Well, whoa. That's very different. (laughs) That's how babies are made. (laughs) Milk. And that's why this is an explicit episode brought to you by dad's cereal. Just this one is explicit. Yeah, okay. all the other ones are tagged. Family clean. friendly fun times. <laughs> Do you want me to go into like voice acting now and, and uh, talk to this character? Speaking of lyrics, according to my contract, I am required to say there's an OK Go song. I think it's Get Over It, um, in which the, the lyrics state, um, she's got uh, honest eyes, knowing smile. She's got a body like a battle axe. I think got to buy her a cattle. Not doing that. Oh, I, excuse Bye, me. Star I did, not to, did not mean to bump into you. Oh, um, it, it's all right. Uh, it happens. It happens. It does. And did she fall down, or did you just you could just bump no. into her? No, you just like bumped into her like super rudely, but no, you didn't knock her down. Oh, please forgive me. I'm I'm trying to search for the physics office. I I think I'm close, but I just have uh. not seen it. Yes, I actually, I, I just came from there. I can, I can show you. Oh, oh, really? You have time? Well, yes. 
Okay. Uh, what what were you there for, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I well, actually, I just uh, took some people there myself. Oh, okay. I, I thought you might be hurt, but I, I realize now that's a HIPAA violation. I was going to say, HIPAA violation. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I, I and I say, uh, and what is your name? My name is Ezreal. Ezreal. That is very unique. I, I like it very much. You've definitely seen her before. <clears throat> yeah, he I wasn't really interacting with her. That was Kristoff who, like, interacted with her specifically. I did my homework and I listened back at the episode and he was the one who told Rowan to go talk to her. Yeah, that would that would mean he remembers you, though. Ouch. <laughs> he, listen, he didn't remember his mom for, like, fucking seven episodes this now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Paul, by the way... <laughs> have we have we met? <laughs> I don't want to hear this shit for three more episodes. I'm interested in it now. <laughs> Ging, make me sound good. Do hard work. Couldn't help. You need a lot of help. A lot of time. <laughs> he like Extra cuts money. out all of our like making fun of him, and it's just the oh wait, have we met before? <laughs> like wow, Devin's doing really good on podcasting now. He remembered everything. <laughs> it was impressive. Yeah, but the thing is, is she didn't actually see him. Well, I, yeah, I just, I, I feel like maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just throw, throwing all else together in the same pool. I mean, all orcs look the same to me, honestly, so. And the two not orcs. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of glosses over that uh, statement. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't recognize, well, what was your name? Oh, my name is Atlas Faria um, of Oxbane. It's good to meet you, Atlas, but I don't believe I've met you. But uh, here, the the Physicar's office is just around the corner. Excellent. I will, you lead the way. Yeah, so uh, you <clears throat> begin leading Atlas towards the Physicar's office. Uh, the same office that you have just departed from. And it's a large, like a really large building. Um, it's two stories. It's You can tell it's meant to like take care of a lot of people in silence, if not the majority <laughs> of their wounded. Um, it's like, Atlas, you kind of take in the size of the building and understand that like, you either are going to have to search the whole building or go in and get some information and try and track down who you're looking for because it would just take a lot of time to like do that by hand. Uh, it, what would be the best way for me to find a patient? Do you, do you have any idea? Well, you could go to the desk and ask who may have been registered here. Yeah, I just don't feel like they're gonna gonna tell. Well, I mean, might as well. Yes, clerk, cast HIPAA violations. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will. I will go to the front desk. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so you uh, you approach this front desk, and you run into um, like the kind of like the receptionist area. It's like this like curved desk, and sitting behind the desk is um, this like blue tiefling, and she's got like smaller horns than most tieflings, uh, and she's wearing like a, a white like robe. It's kind of like wrapped like over her shoulder, from her shoulder down to her waist and then kind of twist around her to like make a dress. Um, and so you uh, you approach her and say, 
hello, I'm looking for someone that may have been admitted here. Oh, all right. Uh, what What are their names? Uh, it's just one individual. Uh, her name in it is uh, Teresa Ferrier. Um, let me check my logs. And she kind of like opens up a book and, and scans through <clears throat> um, some names. And she says, uh, we don't have anyone by that name. Um, but of course... Oh, it's you again. Hi. Hi. Uh, I was actually just... I believe <clears throat> I just brought someone here named Teresa. Did I not? Well, well we haven't... checked in well, all the people you brought in. Hold, hold on, Ezreal. Ezreal? Ezreal? Ezreal, yes. Ezreal. Could you describe... Let me describe... The woman you brought in... Uh, I'd say five, seven... Uh, Bigger hair, uh, dark skin, very nice woman, very pleasant to speak to, very motherly. Almost you might have thought it was your mother. Is, is this at all ringing a bell? So when you start to describe her physical appearance, she kind of like smirks a little bit. And you also realize human. she hasn't, she hasn't really been looking around at anything. Does she answer though? <laughs> yeah, yeah Does, she answers. She, she says, um... That, that does sound like her. She was the sweetest woman. Despite her unfortunate predicament. Okay, explain that and th- and thoroughly. She, oh, alright. Uh, she had been captured by some of those creatures that have been attacking lately. She and some other tieflings. Atlas is like super on edge. But she's, she's alright now. She was everything. I mean, she had all of her body parts. I mean, she was good. Like, there wasn't injured. I mean, um, no, way. she was not. She was not injured, and what injured there was was taken care of. And now she's in the hands of these people. I will look back to the woman at the desk and say, oh, "Obviously, she's here. Can you point me in her direction?" I'm, and I may not look it. I'm adopted. I'm her son, as my mother. Oh, that first. Firstly, I, I don't judge, um, but she can show you she just took them into the admitted, the admitting area. Perfect. Let's go, Israel. We're gone. We're moving. Okay. All right. All right. Receptionist will remember your actions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... So yeah, I guess she leads you back there. Yeah, so you, uh, <laughs> Ezreal leads Atlas down a uh, hallway, and it's like, um, very much like a old school hospital situation, um, where it's like you go through, and it's like these banks of rooms, and you kind of dump into this like bigger area where like people are on benches waiting to be seen. And Ezreal kind of, like, leads you to this group of people that, like, she rescued. And it's, like, about a dozen people. Um, There's, like, tieflings. There's a couple elves. And then um, you see Teresa, who's, like, pretty banged up, all things considered. Like, she's not missing any appendages. And from what you can tell just from, like, seeing her as you start to cross the room, like, 
She doesn't appear to be grievously wounded, but she's certainly not in what you would consider good condition. She's like lost weight for sure. Like she's been um, malnutritioned to some degree. Uh, first thing I'll do is, and, and Ezra won't expect it, I will, I will hug her and just overly joy. Thank you so much. And I'm oh, you're run. hugging Ezreal? Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. She's, she helps a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull out that, that uh, box that I got from last season. That, and I'm gonna, uh, I don't know how I get what I want in there. Do I just speak to it? Is that what I do? You just think it. Uh, it's Silencian Snowballs. It's her own recipe. So I'm going to speak that into it. And okay. then I'm going to run over. And then I'm going to wrap her up. Mama, I, I, what do you, how did you get here? Um, and she kind of turns around and, uh, well, I guess she like shuffles. It's like, do you wrap her from the back or the front? Front. She sees me okay. coming. All right. All right. Just she making sure. That. Like, I wasn't sure. Um, and uh, she kind of like weakly smiles and says, oh, Atlas. It's good to see you all at home. What happened to you? I I don't know. Uh, I I somehow got captured by those monsters. It seems to be a thing you are good at. What? You were captured often. And I don't know why you were target. But I don't like it either. I, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to cook for people, Atlas. And then monsters grab me and these... The bandit guys grabbed. Listen, that's the what guys grabbed you? The the bandits a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what um, I was referencing earlier. Yeah, yes. no, I I thought so too. But you said monsters, and they were definitely like bandit people. But yeah, I, I got you some. I got you some Silencian snowballs. Oh, I thought you might like. Oh yes, no, uh, of course. And she like is super polite about it, even though like. You gave her like desserts and she was malnutrition. Super polite about it. Um, and like takes them, like kind of nibbling on. Oh, you're such a sweet boy, Atlas. What, what are you doing here, though? It, there's a lot of things wrong in the world. Um, the monsters that took you, they, they were everywhere. And they're all in silence. And we think that, that this place has something to do with it. Um, my friend Kristoff, you remember him? Of course, he's such a sweet boy. Yes, he is. Well, he, he, and I'm going to lean in a whisper and say, he's the brother to the king. Oh, is he? That's that's excellent. I'm sure so, he could help us get home then. Well, that's what we're trying. There's there's a group of people who are, uh, you know, we're trying to come in and take over silence and and. You know what? Give me one second, Mother. I feel like there's someone who needs to say something. Pick me, Dwayne. Dwayne, pick me. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, I've been raising my hand like a school child. Um, hey, just a real quick question. Has Teresa seen Atlas since he got all yucked up and lost an eye and stuff? <laughs> oh. Nuh-uh. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, she's still super fucked up herself. Do you have your mask on canonically? No. Oh, not for this. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she kind of looks at you and, um, I guess, like, takes you in. Like, really takes you in. Taking the cue from Shane. Um, and 
she looks and says, oh, what? What happened to you? What happened to your eye? She like puts her hand and like when she like puts her hand on your eye, like you feel like this like warmth of home, but also like this terrifying guilt because like she feels frail. Like when she touches you, like you feel that in her grip. Well, I've, I've seen some things and some stuff and I would not recommend it. It has been a, a dire two years and I've done many things and I, I've done bad things, Mama. I, I'm, I'm sure they're not that bad, dear. I, they couldn't have been. It's, it's you, my sweet boy. There's no way. But we're trying to make it right. We are. That's why we're here. We're trying to save everything. Uh, if anyone can do it, it, have you seen your father? Uh, yes, yes, I have. He's he's in the back lines. They're they're actually making their way here soon. I just we were trying to make a peaceful entry, and that's what Kristoff's doing. Hopefully now, before things could get bad. I don't know what's happening right now. I, I really should get back to him that I found you, but I gotta know that you're. I just said you had to know you're safe, and I had to get you out of here. Uh, well, thank you. I, <clears throat> I, I don't know what to say. I, I'm just surprised you're here. Is, oh, Ezreal. Yes. Yes. Do you have any healing abilities? I do, actually. I know it's a big ask, and I've actually got some coin that I got from Kristoff before we, we, we split up. If if I paid you, would you be willing to help my mother so that we could get her out of here faster? She kind of, like, looks at the other people that she also helped coming in here, like, a little bit guiltily, like, well, I did what I could when I brought them in. But there's, they, they've had a long, rough time of it. Um, the doctors here are good. I can, I can help some, but I can't erase everything. Yeah. Ezreal, you would, uh, you would have like the, the look and the feel and total, and you would understand that like Teresa is like healthy, right? <clears throat> Like, mm-hmm. she is canonically at max hit points. She is just, like, weathered from her journeys. Like, mm-hmm. you're not just going to heal her back to her original state. Like, she has to, like, have nutrition and, like, be healthy. I can't fix my own nutrition. <laughs> yeah, you can't fix that off the bat. Like, she is fine in general. Yeah. I, it's, I cast Plumpify. Ah, <laughs> oh, god damn it. You have every spell. I have every spell. <laughs> she needs to make a, a plump saving throw with advantage. No, mm. she succeeds. She's happy. Yeah. Her cheeks um, are rosier than they were a moment ago. Uh, uh, when do we when do we leave? Well, Christoph would know what to do. I, I feel like even though the circumstances that I thought you might be here in silence or not exactly the circumstances that I find you in. I, I didn't know if you had been captured by this town, but it seems like this might actually be the best place for you. Oh, you're going to leave me here at the hospital then? I don't want to. There's some things going on that we need to take care of. I would like to get you back to the to the camp with with, with Father. 
with people you know, people that love you and, and will care for you on a, on a much more personal level. Does that seem ideal to you? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I trust your judgment, my sweet, my sweet Atlas boy. I, if if you think I should stay here for now, I I trust that. I trust uh, I that think, you wouldn't lead me astray. Israel, uh, we only just met, but I feel like she's uh, someone I could trust, and she says the doctors here are good. Um, I, I can only take her at her word, and, and it seems like this is a good place, full of magic. And if anyone can heal you, it'll be these people. So I, I think if we need to come back for you, at least I know where to find you. And you are in no state to travel, my friend. It would be a hard journey out into the cold, back into the wilderness, to join any large party that would be here. Very true. Well, Atlas, I trust you, and Israel, thank you so much for saving me. I, of course. I don't know what I would have done if I had to spend even more with them. It's a blessing and a curse to be in the right place at the right time. But I'm just glad I was able to help you. Oh, yes, my Atlas knows all about that. She kind of ruffles your mohawk. He's always in the right place at the wrong time, as it were. Hmm. I... You're right. You're always right. Well, I, I, okay. I will stay here. I, I will let the doctors see to me and make sure I'm okay. And when we're ready to go, just come and get me. Uh, so here's what I want to do before we leave too. So I, I want to give to her, you know, whatever amount of gold it would cost. If she leaves, I'm gonna say, if you leave this place, go back to and uh, remind me of the name of this this red roof inn we've changed it to. What's this one? Uh, go back to the sunburnt penguin, uh, and and buy. I have a couple rooms that we have reserved. Rowan is, is was looking for you, so that's I can tell him now that you know you, you're okay. And tell them that you know under my name, and, and we'll charge it later. So if you leave the hospital, I can know where to find you. Okay, that sounds good. Yes, yes, that sounds good. Um, <clears throat> Israel, I, I know you. I'm not sure where you're headed, but. Maybe you'd be interested in, in tagging along with uh, with me? I hadn't made any plans just yet, and to be honest, I'm a bit intrigued. <laughs> Who was this friend that you were speaking of? I don't know that I'm supposed to tell you, but canonically in real life and in this character, I'm terrible with secrets. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I, I, maybe he's the rightful heir to the throne. His brother, Pallas, is, is the king. The Shendos. He won in the same family, yes. Interesting. Yes, uh, yes, I'll tag along. Now, when you say the Shendos, interesting, what, what did you mean by that? <laughs> I mean... Royalty is always interesting, is it not? Yeah, but he's not the same type of royalty that you would typically like see or think of. He, it's like he doesn't want it, but he, but he would be perfect for it. It's all very strange. When you imagine class, this is not what you're gonna get when you see <laughs> all him. the things: <laughs> the money, the good looks, the esteem, the honor. Skipping he has none of those things. <laughs> no, the uh, temper. He's. He's got a 
cool head, I would say. <laughs> Sorry, Ginge, you're going to hear some typing. I'm trying to Google how to leave a podcast. <laughs> That's it's weird. It just says, I'm saying nice get things. over it. It says, Anyways. talk to your friends and resolve the uh, issues. I've got to get, I've got to go. I guess to, I don't even know if they'll let me in, but we—that's where he's is now. I know that's well. I need to be. Then lead the way. I it's actually a, don't know where I'm going. If you can, it's lead a me giant to... palace. Right? Yes, like please show me where to go. Be my eyes. <laughs> be my eye. I just need one more. Um, so you walk out the physicers and you look around and you're able to quickly discern where Castle Shindo is, because it's a castle. Um, so it and, towers above the other things. And Ezra was still not looking around. Um, so again, you guys depart from the Physiker's office and, and back into the snow and the cold and, and the, the crunch of slosh under your feet, right? Because like you're in the same path, right? This, yeah, yeah, gross. It's a yeah, gross so it's like snow. The, the, the muddy gross snow. And um, as the two of you kind of embark together back into the crowds and heading towards Castle Shindu, we're going to do... Uh, and this is where I monologue for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on this. So good. Um, no, this is where we return. We return to um, two brothers. Uh, a meeting long awaited. Um, and so you're back in this throne room, Kristoff, opposite your brother Palace, and there is no one else in the room. And this is the throne room you grew up in. The king's throne next to your mother's throne, and it is lavish, right? It's not uh, ostentatious, um, but it's like, it's royalty, right? And it's full of Silencian, you know, um, like monikers and symbols and the, the style of the Silencian life that you grew up with. What do you say to your brother? Uh, Paris, you have to realize I'm here to help. I'm here to save everyone. I need you to tell me what's going on. And um, Pallas, who's wearing your father's crown, now his crown, this simple band of ivory, kind of like looks down for a moment and then says, you, you have no idea how happy I am to hear you say those words, brother. And I have a lot to explain. Uh, indulge me. By all means. And so he turns and he walks to uh, your father's throne and he kind of like motions for you to him for you to follow him. I do. Um, so he, he says, I'm going to show you something. Uh, something I suppose you should have seen. As, as you know, you, you should have been king, not me. And he like places his hands on the throne, uh, the your father's throne, and pushes the throne forward to reveal a staircase like that you have never seen. 
And so the staircase like descends in like a circular pattern down. And he said, um, follow me. And he like descends down this spiral staircase. I follow him. And so um, Palace leads you out. Palace leads you into a room that uh, you've never seen before. So you traverse a spiral staircase descending into like this um, round room that's like 20 feet in diameter. And against the walls, you see like these workbenches and they're um, well used and worn. And you can tell they are aged in the sense that like this has been handed down generation to generation to generation. And on the walls, there's like these, these like glass tubings with beakers and and vials and you can definitely see like the equipment of an alchemist or or some type of chemist of some kind and then there's um this bookcase with a bunch of different older books and a couple of workbenches have these books splayed open um and then you see like near these vials and alchemist tools there's like some metals and some there's some stuff you don't a hundred percent recognize like the technology behind it um, and he like brings you in like into the center of this room and he says I you should have been king but father he had other plans and I'm really sorry he he told the day he gave me the the scepter the the staff and he like points to the staff that you remember him like handing over to palace instead of you the the very staff that's like handed down king to king that like should have been yours like you're the eldest and he said oh and and uh, palace goes on to say it was that day he he told me he was sorry and that what he asked of me and you was not what he wanted for his children. He told me I was going to have to exile you. That I would have to rid silence of you because our people, they needed to be united for what was to come. And if you were here together, you and I, you wouldn't go on the journey you were meant to go on. And, and I believed him. So long ago, I believed him. And I did as he asked. I, I turned our people against you, brother. I'm sorry. It was what he wanted. Christoph, um, <clears throat> he spits uh, at Palace's feet, and I think that the globule uh, freezes and skitters across the floor. Okay. Um, and it kind of just as as tensions grow, this kind of aura of cold is is kind of radiating uh, for Christoph. And uh, I spit on your apologies, and I spit on any will that you or Father may have had for me. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. You didn't but, exactly have it easy. No. And I'm sure you didn't either. And 
That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to save the people of this country. Someone must. So tell me what is going on. It's something you're not supposed to know, but I, I, I imagine this was the rest of the plan. That this was what he wanted all along. Every king of silence is told the truth of our origin, the truth of our city, and the charge of our king. The origin of our city, of our people, it's not what you think, brother. It's not the harrowing tale of of tieflings banding together. It's so much worse than that. There's something that plagues us. Long ago, do you remember the name Eretar, our ancestor, that helped forge all of those tieflings together? Of course. Turns out the story doesn't go quite that way. The city of Prima Tacit was built upon the Wilfer family. You know this. That's part mm-hmm. of it. But what we hide from the people, what we don't tell everyone, is that Eretar, he, he sold his soul. He made himself a lich. He bound himself with the very torrent to pave over the Wilfer and rewrite this world as his own. Sounds like something one of our ancestors would do. Wow, you imagine that uh, that didn't go well for very long, and our ancestors, as Eretar became more mad and crazy and was doing things that, while maybe he thought was best in his delusions, they were wicked. And our ancestors trapped Eretar in a wand, and sealed him away. That's that very one. It's why silence is frozen. It's the power radiating from that wand. And our ancestors put this wand inside a staff to help seal it. And he kind of like motions to the staff that like is handed down generation after generation. And he says, and brother, you're more gifted with the torrent than I, but I'm sure you felt it. The gaps, the rips, the tears. Of course. Our family causes those. This very item, this weapon, this prison for Eretar, it causes tears in the torrent. And it's each king's job to hold those at bay, to repair them, to seal them. But Eretar's power is too great. And I think Father knew that that it couldn't just be band-aided anymore. That's why you see all of this... these, These technologies... 
we made a boat fly, Kristoff. We're just trying to stop it. Kristoff uh, walks up to Palace, um, like, really close, like, right up in his grill. And he's just, like, quiet. He's, like, clenching his fist. And then he brings his hand up and flicks Palace in the nose. He, like, stumbles backwards. You idiot. You should have just told me. We can fix this. This is not a big deal. I, I, I couldn't. I, I had to trust that Father knew that you had to leave. I'm really well, sorry. Maybe I did need to leave because when I left, I made some friends. This is not the first time I've removed a cursed spirit from a magical item. I know a guy. His name's Findle. I'll sort this out in a New York minute, my friend. Oh. I mean, in a never winter minute, my friend. Yeah, um, yeah, about that. Of course we thought of just removing him from it. But what if it becomes unstable? What if it makes the torrent even more unstable? We have to close the torrent first. Like, the tear in the torrent is huge. It's what's causing all of these doors to open. These doors have existed forever. You, uh, do you know the, I'm sure you're aware of the stewards, yes? Yes. Their whole job is to shut these doors that our family has caused. These doors existed before us, but we open these tears. These tears allow these doors to open. And we just let it keep happening because we don't want to give up our power. We don't want to give up silence and I, I'm afraid if we just do that if we just rid this item that we're going to cause a bigger problem if we don't fully repair the torrent here it's causing more problems every day but it's it's okay we're going to fix this this is this is the best case scenario i thought maybe Thought maybe you were like evil and stuff. It's fine. So that was the plan. I wanted you to think that. Why? You had to hate us. Otherwise, why would you leave? Why would you honestly leave when I exiled you? You had to hate me. The people could have told me. Like could have told me that hey, I need you to go on this journey. It's of great importance. It's what our father wanted. He could have tried. I know. And I, I feel awful for that. But I... I trusted him, you know? You know how father was. Yeah. Yes, I do. I need you to take down the barrier. I can't. That's what's keeping them in. I need you to take down the barrier. There is a force coming from Orenthal with two of the stewards leading the procession. If you take down the barrier, they can come in and they can help us. But everything else will get out. And we'll deal with that too. And he kind of like wipes away some tears. Like, 
Like, you just being here and being calm is, like, relief for him. Like, he's actually able to, like, unload this burden that's been on his shoulders for two years. And he, like, just, like, sighs. And he says, You make it sound so easy. We've been working. We've been working with an expert to try and solve this, and you just make it sound so easy, brother. It's... I don't know what father's plan was. I won't pretend to know anything that really went on in that man's head, but I can tell you this. It is, by all right of law, my problem. Mine. To deal with. It's not yours. It was never meant to be yours. You inherited a lot. And none of it was ever meant to be yours. And not just the crown, and not just the power, but the grief and the stress, and the doubt, and the fear. That was never meant to be yours. It should have been mine. I can take it now. I'm strong enough. And he kind of like, you, like, he's like silently crying, you know? Like, where he's not looking at you, he's looking down, and he says, uh, I'm so glad you're home. Me too. And I hug him. And he hugs you back. Like, just like this strong, like, desperate hug. And, um, he kind of, like, smiles and, and says, I believe you. I think we can do this. I just, we have to, from, from what we believe, we need to seal the tour. So we can just remove, safely dismantle this and get rid of Eratar. Because we don't need his power anymore. And, and honestly, we're pretty sure that's, that's what happened to you. Honestly. What happened? What do you mean? Uh, and he kind of like motions, at your, like motions um, to your scales. We think... Being so close to the power is what, is what caused you to have like dragon scales. That that's what corrupted oh. our line. No, 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 no. Um, you don't know. Uh, I've got a secret point. Our great, 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 great grandfather is Andron. The, yeah, I the know. The dragon it's, it's, god. Yes, the dragon god of magic. The super dra- yes. That that seems more far-fetched than what I just told you. Look it! And I pull out half of his medallion. It's a symbol! He gave it to me in the torrent! He kind of, like, looks at it and goes, and that's not, like, a replica, right? Like, no, it's the real thing! The other half is... Uh, the other ha-ha, half- let's joke on palace because we're good again. No, no, check it out. The other, you know who's got the other half? Yes. I, I don't. I don't know who. Findle the steward. He's my friend. The, I'm yes. your friends with the steward. Yes, two of them. Well, Frost isn't exactly like my best friend right now, but he's cool. We used oh. to kick it. Okay, all right. This is this is all very. This is a lot, and I thought I was going to be the one to tell you a lot. Um. Yes, yeah, so I d- can I see the thing? Can I see the staff? 
Of course. And he like motions to the staff over there. Like, oh, it's not. I thought he was holding it. Uh, no, 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 I, no. I, I, I want to walk over and pick it up, please. Yeah, you do that. Um, and when you pick up the staff, um, at first it like feels like a normal staff, right? And then like the weight of it like comes down. Like you can feel like the corruption and the mm. power of the staff to be so light looking. It is dense. Like it is heavy yeah. physically and just magically it's heavy. Like you feel your own like um like your own magical bond, like because you're a sorcerer and you have these innate ties, you feel those suppressed. And then after oh, wow. like a moment of the suppression, you feel it all surge, but it's not right. It's it's weird and full of hate and rage and like you kinda get angry just kinda like holding the staff. And, like, I think your brow starts to furrow, and um, you hear Pallas say, uh, 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 maybe, maybe put it down. Maybe don't hold it. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd put it back, and I, I assume it was in, like, a stand. Yeah, yeah, you put it in a stand, uh, back in the stand, and he says, that's, are you okay? We, there's a reason we don't, like, hold on to it for too long. It felt, um... It felt familiar. Oh, it um, felt like me two years ago, full of rage and darkness. It's not good. We, we, yeah, we'll deal with this. There's um, a reason we carry a replica. No, I, I super get that now. Um, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Do you have a way to get a message outside of this bubble? Um, yeah, of course. I, I, we need to get word to um, to Findle and Frost. <laughs> they're, 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 they are the stewards that are here, and this is, like you said, kind of their whole thing. So, sure, I, yeah, we can we can send a message. Um, uh, uh, the expert should be back soon, and he'll be able to get through the. You mentioned this expert. Who is that? Um. You're not, honestly, you're not going to believe it. I didn't really believe it. When I just told, told you our grandpapa was a, dra- a silver dragon god of magic, so yeah, yeah well, give it I a shot. I still think you might be making that one up, brother. Um, Do you do you remember the old legend of the shadow of Goron? History check? Yeah, history check. Um, you would you you don't remember like details of the stories, um, but you remember the shadow of Goron is like um, is like a, like a bipedal figure with like a raven head and like raven wings, um, but like it's like covered in like this shadowy like um, magic almost like so you can never really make out the details of the raven head or the body or anything like that, but you know that like it was something in the arcane wars like the rumors and the legend of the the raven ah yes i have an expert (laughs) the legend of the the shadow of uh goron is that like it's always at key points in goron's history no connection to ryle by any chance yes not that any not that any of the legends you remember just the same motif same style well again like ryle's more like corrupting like this dark evil like 
The Shadow of Goron is more like a reflection, rather. Like, it's the other side of the coin. It You don't have story. Like, you don't get the feeling of evil when you hear the Shadow of Goron. You just know that it's important. Sure. So let me let me just look at the schedule real quick. Yes, we had tea time with Findle. We kicked it with Grandpapa Andron, and now the Shadow of Goron is here. So if that's correct, then noon tomorrow we should see the Great Babylon of Babylonia. Uh, yes. Okay, I believe you. Sure. Um. Well, he, he, it, they, they're helping. To help him with the the torrent and how to close it, and that's, that's how we know that we need to close it before. That's it honestly, closes us. Well, yes, but um, that's honestly how we know how we knew to kind of get started on this, these technologies. Interesting. Well, he's very um, helpful. And and he's due back sometime soon. I should be here soon. He typically. Oh. Yeah. Before, before I forget, um, hey, so you don't happen to know anything about uh, a woman um, named Teresa? Uh, no. Uh, is it someone you know? I yes. People look for her. Yeah, if you would be so kind. Um, we got once again. Uh, my good friend Rowan, Rowan Tibard. Uh, he is. Chosen disciple win the wise and um, okay. has his loot uh, and as his avatar he gets visions and mm-hmm. we saw a vision um, of her and she was here and there was a one of our old friends Yarg who was a blacksmith in Oxbane who died but he's here and just like so my, my he, she's the mother of a good friend of mine um, Atlas T Barbarian uh, who is also in the city and he's looking for her now but if you had any sort of resources to aid in that um, you, you said you, your, your friend who is the avatar of a god and has a, 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 a magical thing and he can see well visions. he doesn't have the magical loot anymore. Oh, okay Reclaimers came. You know the Reclaimers? Oh, oh, okay. Um, no, I don't think she's in the city. I'll have someone look, but you said she was with this dead, not dead person you knew, and... That was in the vision, yes. Well, the fiends, I don't know what you know about them, but they're taking hostages here. Ah, yes. They're doing some wily things. Um, We don't know 100% what that's about yet, but it's not mm-hmm. great. It's possible no. that she's been captured. But I, I I will have someone look. That would be greatly that's appreciated. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, when, when the shadow gets back, I'll have him send word. He'll have to go to the edge of the barrier, but he knows magic, but I don't know. Um... But yeah, we'll get a word out. What I, I I'm so ahead of myself. What do you, what word? What are we? What are you having into who? Oh, if you could send it to Atlas Faria at uh, the Sunburnt Penguin. Oh um, no, I'm I'm sorry, brother. I meant the message you want to send out of. Oh the yes, to Findle, to Findle and um and Frost. 
and just a, a summons and a, and a way in? Uh, yes. Um, and like I said, there's a whole coalition force from Oenthal, like from all the different guilds and all the, like, we, it's better to have them here where they can help than on the other side of a magic wall where they are freezing for no reason. I just, I understand. It's a, I, I'm a, we've kept them here for so long. I just worried what happens when we let them out, you know? I mean, could you make like a hole? Not like take down the whole wall, but let a hole to let them in? Unfortunately, um, no. Uh, when we built it, we built it to be indestructible and for the most part impervious. Uh, but there are four um, castles we like anchored the spell to. Oh yes, and you're doing a real tip-top shot job at those castles. Let me tell you, I visited one. It was full of fiends. Well, that's that—that's the genius of it, Crystal. Mm. They don't understand that they are the anchors. When they gather, they fuel it, and they gather in these bigger groups. So to disable it, we would have to get someone nearby to. That's not an issue. It's just kind of a one takes down the whole thing kind of kind of back. Sure. Well, um, how hard is it to put back up? Well, um, not not easy. Um, because considering to turn it off, we're going to have to kind of make it unstable, and it's going to destroy that castle. Um, well, let's get a message to um to my good boys and we'll pick their brain on this um because i don't i don't want through um torrent i mean you you know stewards (laughs) i don't know they they pushed me through like a camel through the eye of a needle oh did that hurt didn't feel great but i got this neat flask never runs out of ginger neat Found it in there. I found it in your in your barrier. Oh, I didn't know it had things in it. It does, and also a box that makes endless hard biscuits and a small penny whistle. Oh, not useful thing. Terribly useful things for the war, but okay. You should clean up that bubble. It's a messy bubble. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of like knickknacks floating around in your bubble. <laughs> Trash and pollution, like but magical. Magical pollution. Yes. Well, maybe it wasn't magical when it went in there. Maybe the bubble made it magical. I don't know. Okay. I. I. Yes. I will get. We'll get word to Vendor and Frost, and I will. I will have guards and people look for Teresa Farrier. Teresa Farrier. Yes. Um. Okay. Do you know Henry Farrier? I mean, who doesn't know Henry? Yeah, it's his. It's his wife, and my friend Atlas is his son. I mean, I don't know Henry, but I, I know. Yeah, Arthur. yeah, you know of him. Yeah, he's very yeah. famous. His son's actually even more talented than he is. Oh, um, I see. So he makes friend. incredible weapons and armor? Yeah, and he's like an expert in all defensive maneuvers and capabilities. Oh, so he's, but he's famous for something now other than making powerful well, weapons and armor. Well, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't just go on and, and do exactly like his father did, you know? That, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that Kept makes sense. Name, but yes, um... You know, just okay. normal things for me. Okay, well, um, just my right. everyday life. Well, um, I, I, I have one more thing for you. Um, of course. Um, for 
father knew you would be back here. He had to have. Um, but Star, every time we have a moment, Star makes a thrusting downward motion, like hitting stab. Like, like when we tell him, she's like, "Ah, eh, stab!" It's like I have one more thing for you, stab. And he like, uh, he like pulls My out this, this, this box from one of the workbenches, and it's like he like kind of like blows some dust off of it. Um, and you like, you like remember this box? It's kind of like a childhood toy box, like a smaller one. Um, and he said, um, he said, it's, it's not everything, um, but it's something he wanted you to have. And he like hands you this box. <laughs> and so as you open this box, um, there's a couple things in there. Um, there's, you see, you see, um, three rings and the first ring is a uh, green ring. It's almost got like the in the not inlaid, but um, help me out, guys. Uh, the stitching on a ring, not the stitching, the engraving on a ring. What would you call that? Inlay. Inlay. Oh, yeah. For some reason, oh. I wasn't pulling up inlay. So the inlay on the ring on the outside is like almost like vines and leaves, like the design on it. Um. And that is uh, actually um, an item submitted by one of our patrons. Um, oh, which doodles. one? Um, nice. Is, um, I, he didn't title it. I titled it um, to be transparent. But it, it's going to be the grass is greener ring. Um, and so that's a ring that when you when whoever wears it or adorns it, it's going to give you the appearance of the opposite sex. Um, the effect is magical. And hmm. is detected as such if somebody like. Why the fuck did my dad want me to? Have? <laughs> <laughs> I can be one of the boys. Oh, yeah. Um, you can change our email back. <laughs> and uh, another. Okay. So the ring. So that's the left ring, and the ring to the right is um like a a ring of um worn ivory. And it's easily identified as one of the Shindo line rings. And on the outside of the band, um, in Infernal, the words um, give my book back have been crudely engraved. (laughs) And uh, upon closer inspection, you notice it's your ring. (laughs) Hmm. But it's like aged heavily. Um, so once this is, um, it's aged signet ring is the name of the item, and it's once per day. This ring can be used to detect the presence of a powerful magical item nearby. Um, so when you use this, um, just remind me, and I'll I'll walk you through the effects. Cool. Um, and in the center, there's one final ring, and it's made of ivory as well but it's polished and it's sheen and as you pick it up you can see without a shadow of a doubt that it was your father's and when you put if you adorn this ring um, it will give you the sense of like purpose right like you'll be able to use this ring to kind of like 
judge your father's like reaction to something like it bonds you to him like there's no mechanical bonus this is all like character development for you so, like if you're in a stressful situation you can like do like consult hmm. Altrion. yeah so what would Shindo do yeah yes. what, what would Papa do um, so first <laughs> thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take the green ring uh, I'm going to slip it on my finger I'm going to look at the camera. I'm going to say the words fan art. I'm going to take it off from the back of my bag. I don't need that anymore. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to put on, uh, on my left hand, I will put on um, my ring because that's where it's always, always at. Uh, I'll put that back if it's like a glove. And then I'll put Altrian's ring on the right hand. Okay. And when you put on Altrian's ring, um, it like, it emotionally feels heavy, right? So like put on your dad's ring. Um, but it also, like, you feel at peace with it for some reason. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Because we're just, we're running out of time and there isn't a, a great point to, like, stop you. Um, uh, welcome, welcome, Savannah. Welcome, hey, Star. Uh... I'm so excited. So excited. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was a long uh, a meeting, long awaited. Boy, howdy! I didn't know, I didn't know it was gonna go that way. Yep. Um, I think that's what everybody's been wanting. Is like, where's where's Teresa? There she is. So we can end the podcast now. <laughs> that's true. We so have nothing really else to about. resolve. Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. means that at some point, every main character has to put on that sex change ring at least once, right? Let me see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just, just just hey, hey I got knows. this cool ring. What's it do? Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. No, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just so you guys know, the, the next downtime, we all took turns looking at our gender bent selves. I mean, just so you know, the next thing we're going to go into is we have to sneak into this place where but he judges women, right? And then he picks the most attractive one to spend time with him. And so then you yeah, have to collect yeah. items, like to make yeah, a dress, a wig. I love you so much for referencing that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> the Don. You gotta see the Don. The Don. The ghost of the Don. Star, you're looking at me like you don't know that reference. I don't. Final Fantasy Seven. That was a you, test. You failed. You, Get out. You leave. Hey, hey did we not? I thought we like checked no. her. Like she knows our references. Yeah, Final Fantasy Seven. She's played it. Final Fantasy Nine. Final. You've played all the Final Fantasies. Play seven through ten. Yeah, play seven, seven through, through ten. Confirm that that seven is probably the greatest. Ten's really mm-hmm. good too, and nine falls on the bottom somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dig at shame. <laughs> he, he's like chewing this gum, and it's slow. It's a slow chew, like motherfucker. <laughs> chew it like that. <laughs> I don't need to prove anything here. The numbers speak for themselves. Um, <laughs> it's a ten's higher than nine. Done. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm saying I've crunched the numbers I got with a team of analysts. That's um, true. Seven, Vancouver, eight, nine. Washington. Also better. Keyword being anal. That's where he gets his numbers from. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know when this episode releases because that's uh, a trend for our podcast. But if Drala hasn't happened, you should buy your tickets. Oh, great. You should buy your tickets. Um, I know th- I know for a fact there's space. And we have a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, I'm a part of... Gaming without a table. Uh, I'm doing a world building thing. I'm 
running a table. I think I'm on another one. A, You're doing it all, man. About pantheons? Question mark. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. I I've like just everything that they've said. There's an available slot. I've just been like, yeah, I got that. I'm in. You're not welcome in my my. No, no, I'm not in your Sunday school. 100% sure. I don't remember what it is. I I literally have to go ask all the things I'm in. I I should pull up the schedule while you guys rant. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Solid. Rant over. <laughs> Give me that yeah. schedule. This is episode 28, and it, it is, is going to be releasing on the 30th of June. Oh, good. So this is our last two weeks out. Yeah, for one, 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 one more opportunity, maybe. Yeah, one more. Yeah. One so more. next episode will be the last one before draw. Um, um, Nine dollars to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Ooh. That's how it rolled Parkinson's. Fight Parkinson's so that um, we can feel better about those things that Alex said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Um, most importantly, if you haven't purchased your subscription to Critical Dice's endless bag of dice, you should. And when you do that, when you go to their site and do that, Shane, what do they need to put in? The coupon code lawful stupid, all caps. Not sure if it matters, but why not shout it from the rooftops? I'm pretty sure it does matter. And I think it's one word. But all the same, put it in until it just says, here's free dice. Because you do that. You get a free dice when you use, you get a free bag when you use um, our coupon code. And then, of course, only pay shipping. That's that's true. You pay shipping. But, I mean, what is that? That's like a measly. $59.99. $59.99. Weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should pick them up. It's really good. I, the last set he sent was really cool, and I think came with like a like an axe. Came with pen. a pen. Came yeah, with yeah. yeah. Mm, my cork that's cool. Pins. It's really neat. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, it you haven't like, jumped like into free... the... No, you go. No, you go. You go. It came with, it came with free coupon codes for some books Ooh. as well. Um, you could get as well. Uh, what I don't remember what they were. I was going to invite everybody to come on over to our Discord and say hello. Yes. Uh, Give those introductions and then introduce yourself, please. We always say hi, and then it takes for people to like introduce themselves. We see you come in; you can't hide from us. I think we scare me sixties. Oh, we have a bot that like calls you out. Mm-hmm. You can't no, no, none of the lurkers are going to join our Discord anymore because we just said you will be found. <laughs> well, it's like someone walks in and everyone says, hey, welcome, how you doing? And then they walk out. They're like, I'm an introvert, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> I play this uh, I game because also... I don't have social skills, damn it. <laughs> Roll for higher charisma, get that ASI, IRL. Um, acronyms. Uh, did you know that if you're a fan of audiobooks, that you can go to audibletrial.com slash lawfulstupid and get a free one-month subscription to Audible and the free audiobook of, ju- of your choosing? No. No. Where did that start? Uh, a while ago. We just don't talk about it because we're uh, what, what did you? What's a good book that we could get if we did that? Uh, probably Name of the Wind because uh, if you pick up Name of the Wind and you read it and you love it like we do, then you can also become a $1 patron or more. This is $1 a month. You become a patron. You get access to all our bonus content including the Name of the Wind bonus episode where we play a game of Fake Core ran by yours truly with all of the boys that is set in the world of King Killer, Chron- King Killer Chronicles. Uh, and it's really good. Uh, and did you also know that if you go on to Twitter and you tweet about the show, 
using the hashtag StupidCast, you'll get a shout out on the show. I'll say your name. Mm. I'm going to do that. Uh, I already said In that. fact, here, here is what I will do. If you tweet about the show using the hashtag, I don't know how long we're going to be able to keep this up. If you tweet about the show using the hashtag StupidCast, I will sing a custom song using your name or username. This can only go well. And I will do beatboxes to that. Yes. using He will beatbox your username, the exact frequencies. Uh, so do that. Tweet about the show. Use, use the hashtag StupidCast. Uh, leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined as well. That also helps us out a great deal. Um, those are all the things I have to say. Um, so all right. Team, crew, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, shall mm-hmm. we play them out? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is your first one star. Make yeah! It- and, a- and after you do the thing, then you got to do a whole new brand, like like a like a lycanthrope. That's old and dead. Now it's gonna be the new thing that Star comes with it on the spot oh, after shit. we say. After we say. Wait, wait, wait! What am I doing? Bye. Yeah, you are great. (laughs) Makes me happy.